BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Okay, we're red leather, yellow leather, red, yellow leather, yellow leather. Bumblebee, 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 bumblebee. Did you do that in singing class? Scales, we used to do la 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 this is good for my voice or bad. I don't know. My voice is coming back. Mm. What do you think about it now? What do you think about the different phases of my voice? Sexy, Which one has been your favorite? Sexier and sexier. <laughs> All right, you guys. Welcome to With Wit. Guess who's here? You guessed it. It's Tim. Hi. Thank you so much for recording with me today. No problem. I feel like you haven't been on in so long. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me back. I bet everyone's so excited. They're probably in their cars like, should I pull over or keep driving? Keep driving. Okay? And cream your jeans. Yeah. But Don't cream your if jeans. you cream your jeans, pull over, clean it up, and then keep driving. Yeah. <laughs> Always keep wipes in your car, okay? Quick tip. Timmy. Whitney. How are you? I'm good. I'm playing golf later this afternoon, and I'm excited. Who are you playing golf with? Mark Cohen, ear, nose, and throat doctor from Tarzana. Amazing. You probably need his work. Ask him if I should get my tonsils taken out. Okay, I will. Tell him I get... Give me a picture of your tonsils. Okay. And I'll have him diagnose you on the course because I'm sure that's what he wants to do. Right. <laughs> it's like everything he He's like, actually, you're do. not invited back. Okay, tonsil boy. Okay, so, so tonsil boy, you're tonsil boy. Tonsil doctor yeah. is number one. T-Doc. Who else? And two of his friends, but one bailed. So it's just three of us. But I don't care. I just want to get out there and hit the ball. What are you thinking about before going into playing today? Like, what are your goals for yourself? To not double bogey the first hole and just play within myself. No double bogeys is really my goal. No double bogeys. Do you feel like when you double bogey the first hole that that sets you up I for a really double bad... double bogeyed the first four holes last time I played and then I want to... I want to click off and I want to commit murder to people. Okay, well, listen. I think that you need some sort of like meditation or something to do after the first hole because it could happen, but that doesn't mean that then the rest are jinxed. You have to turn it around after that, but I don't have time to meditate after the first hole. Well, not meditate, but just tell yourself like, okay, relax. That was just one. It's done. That has nothing to do with the next 17. True. Sure, I'm going to tell myself that, but I'm not going to, it's not going to happen today. I'm going to birdie the first hole and then just 
go nuts. I'm just going to shoot a 72. Yeah, picture it. Picturing it. Boom. That's so important. Boom. Manifesting things. Boom. Boom. That was four shots. First hold part five, birdie. Move on to question. <laughs> okay. You started your day with a smoothie this morning. Yes. I've told my listeners a little bit about your nutrition diet situation <laughs> and some of my solo episodes, mm-hmm. just that you went to the nutritionist and your numbers were not so great mm-hmm. and your sludge blood. Mm-hmm. And then you've been working really hard mm-hmm. to get your numbers back up. And I just wanted you to give a little update of like that process, how it was for you and where you're at with it now. Sure. Sure. Love talking about my diet. I also have become one of those people who like goes on a diet and then brings it up in like social scenarios all the time, and everyone's like, nobody cares but you. But you st- you've stopped you doing care. that. Yeah, I don't but care. they care. Yeah, nobody cares but you. You guys, <laughs> the ones who just creamed your jeans and pulled over. So yeah, I've always had high cholesterol. It's hereditary. Obviously, my dad passed away in October, and that was motivating for me to like get my shit together. I always sort of figured I could do whatever I want. I had a fast metabolism, but like now as I'm getting older, it's like, okay, your childhood is officially over. Time to eat like an adult. So went to this nutritionist, Dr. Golia, shout out Dr. G, and he tests your blood, gives you your bad cholesterol, your good cholesterol, the ratio between the two, which is super important your blood glucose levels and your triglycerides. And all my numbers were in the danger zone. And so he put me on a pretty strict diet. And it went in different phases of like sometimes super strict and sometimes less strict. The super strict diet looked like this. No cheese, no dairy, no gluten, no sugar, except for in fruit, like no refined sugar, no fried foods. No eggs. At the strictest, it was no eggs, no red meat, no carbs. (laughs) So every day I was having a smoothie or a shake with protein powder in it and almond butter and then fruit and ice or whatever. Then I would have a mid-morning snack of fruit, one apple or whatever. I've been doing a lot of Sunny's like squeezy packs because mm-hmm. those are... And it's like... Go-go it, squeezies. Yeah, it's basically applesauce, but I could just like... And done. I could eat it real quick. Mm-hmm. And when you're eating like this and so often, you really want to be efficient and it doesn't really matter... If you like it or not, you're just like sticking the fuel into your body. Then for lunch, you would have, I think it was like six to eight ounces of protein with vegetables. He was eating so much boneless, skinless chicken thigh. I'm the king of boneless, skinless Just like that with like huge bowls of lettuce. Yeah, just meat salads for days. I mean, kind bars, kind bars. And in the afternoon, kind bars, two or sometimes three kind bars. And then you go to dinner, which is, 12 to 16 ounces of protein and veggies. So another big meat salad. I would eat basically boneless, skinless chicken thighs or salmon. Salmon delivery ain't great. So it was a lot of fucking chicken or I was cooking myself salmon. And then before bed, have a serving of fruit because your sugar is supposed to spike and then crash, and then uh, hopefully crashes right as you're going to sleep, and then you get into a deep sleep quicker. And honestly, that diet with five liters of water a day and an hour of exercise a day, my hour was just walking, it wasn't too too difficult, was great. I mean, I lost half my body fat. I didn't lose too much weight because I turned a lot of fat into muscle. All my clothes fit. I was sleeping better. My mood was better. Everything was great. It was just a lot of effort. I, I don't think your mood was better. Mm, maybe worse. I think your mood's better now. 
But I want, but your health is more important. Well, my mood is completely determined by you. So it doesn't really matter about diet. It's so weird because um, my mood is completely <laughs> determined by you. I think we call that codependency. I, we need to get off that train. I'm off of it. I'm off of it too. Oh my God. My mood's dependent on me. My mood's dependent on me too. What Today's going to be a great day. <laughs> I'm going to fucking birdie the first hole. So anyway, that was the strictest diet. At times he would give me, I would be able to have eggs in the morning and and carbs in the or starch in the morning and afternoon so i'd be eating like potato i would like cook up a potato in a pan like hash browns and then eat three fried eggs with ketchup that was my favorite meal that was really good and that now, was a good face for you and then in the afternoon i could also eat a serving of starch so like a cup of rice or some potatoes or whatever with my with my protein and veggies and i did it for like 3 months and i tried really hard and my numbers went down but but they didn't all get to like a healthy level. And eventually I was like, look, doctor, I, I can't really sustain this. I've been doing 80% of this diet, cheating here and there. And I think it's time for me to go on a cholesterol medication. Is that your stomach growling? That's my stomach. <sighs> Are you um, hungry? No, I had a shake this morning. So I'm sticking with the diet, like having smoothies and shakes in the morning. But I'm, I'm also cheating. Like I had bolognese last night and i think once i get on the medication everything will be fine yeah i mean i support the medication but i also want us to eat healthy too and i want to help with that as well because i know sometimes what i crave is not necessarily what's best for you that's okay i think i think my habits changed i think like i think I, i'm i feel so guilty and gross about like eating something gross and i'm just not going to do it that as often much. yeah yeah i like to feel good and fit into my clothes so totally find a find a good balance that's sustainable and i'm not like tearing my hair out and like freaking out and what about your walks do you think you'll sustain those how are you feeling about your workout sitch yeah oh i'm addicted to tennis right now so i'm gonna try and play tennis like twice a week and that'll be good that's great you know i'm not accountable to anyone anymore i'm not like writing everything down i had to keep a journal but went for a walk yesterday like i'm, I'm trying to get it in five times a week. Yeah, that's so good. I have been really bad about working out. It's really unlike me. It's been mm. like this past year. I've kind of been in like a, I, I think it's been since COVID. It's like COVID, I was working out at home all the time. And then once we got out of COVID, I never really found like my routine back in the in the world. I mm -hmm. got to figure out what it is because mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference in my life too. Get on it, girl. Okay, so that's your diet. That's my diet. And now a word from our sponsor. Okay, so I talked about Top Golf last week. And have you gone since we spoke? You must. I really, really, really want you to try it. It's so, so, so much fun. A lot of you can agree that golf can be a sport that really brings family and friends together. And for those of you who don't know, Top Golf is an enormous entertainment venue with a driving range and a lounge with beverages and games, both indoors and outdoors. The best part is that it doesn't matter if you've never played golf. Everyone can play at Top Golf, even if you don't know how to swing a club. We went with some of Timmy's friends, some of Sunny's friends. Half had held a club before, and obviously the kids had never, and we had the best night. Top Golf has clubs, balls, tea, and turf, but beyond golf, you'll find like super loud, fun music, giant TVs, and a handcrafted food and beverage menu. Delicious. I'm sure it will be a highlight 
of your week or your weekend, whenever you go, it's amazing. Top Golf is a really great outdoor activity, but it's also super great when it's raining. And if the weather is not ideal, you don't have to worry about comfort. Top Golf has all of the fun of the outside, but with the comforts of the inside. So you'll play at comfy, heated bays in the winter and cooled bays in the summer. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around. So could your metabolism use a little bit of a kickstart? Are you having any gut issues? Are you just feeling a little bit low energy? Well, Saqqara has an answer. Their new Saqqara systems are targeted nutrition programs designed to solve your biggest health concerns from weight management to digestion problems. Saqqara is a nutrition program that's like having a nutritionist and chef in one. What a dream come true. Their meals are also so delicious. Plus, if you have a hectic week ahead, Sakara takes all of your meal planning pressures away. One less thing to worry about on your long to-do list. You'll easily stay fueled. You'll ease bloat and keep energy levels high with science-backed, nutritionally designed meals that you will actually look forward to eating. They have a great snack selection too, protein bars and granola that help with detox, beauty, energy, and focus. Sakara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and ease bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash withwit or enter code withwit at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash with wit to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash with wit. All right. And now back to the episode. Did you sleep well last night? Oh, slept great. I slept great last night too. Great. I went to sleep so early and then you played like yeah, you kept like looking over at me like when I was talking, like, can you not do this? And I want to be like, can you go sleep in a bed? I should have. Why yeah. Didn't you tell me to. Because I'm afraid of you. Uh, truth bomb. But we're both afraid of each other. Oh, well. What do we do about that? Uh, I don't know. We're too, both too sensitive, I think. Mm -hmm. Sunny school situation. Mm. Mm. So major, major. Sunny got into kindergarten. Woo woo. We're done with that phase. Woo woo. But I'll let Timmy update what the past couple of weeks have looked like. Well, we neared the end of the process, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the independent LA school kindergarten application process, but it's major. You got to go visit all the schools. You got to have an interview. Your kids got to have an interview or an assessment, which is just the worst. <laughs> And then you got to go to like all their events and then you got to call a parent and then you got to talk to the dean and then you got to view the upper school campus and then you got to like attend the multi-culti event. Basically, there's a bunch of schools in the valley and one of them is the best and they send their kids to the best high school and it's like the most pressure, but it's like really nice campus and everyone has a Range Rover and we were like, we want to go there. And then we were like, <laughs> we were like, no, we don't. We don't. Like we can see through this. This is icky. And there's another school that is also really really good and it doesn't have any of the ick factor and we were like we like that and then there was a third school we'll call it option three it's far away from our house but it was like ideal it was so great so nice got the best vibes there was you know every school has some negatives to it but we really like that school and in the end we we're deciding between two 
and three, and we decided to go with two, the school that is the best fit for Sunny. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sunny's going to be in a bubble in LA independent schools, mm-hmm. but this one feels like the least bubbly. I mean, the first option was Bubble Central. So are you so relieved? So yeah, so we got into two and we were deciding between two, two options two and three. We talked to our school and eventually we decided two, which is the right choice for us. I mean, I still think about that other school and how great it was. And maybe if we move closer, we'll go there. But for right now, and ultimately, I think this was the right choice for us. And I feel so relieved that that process is over. Yeah. Do you have any tips for people that are about to start the process? Like that Google document you made or any like general emotional tips of how to look at it? Like it's kind of a daunting experience and a lot of parents freak out. It, it, yeah, totally. And rightfully so. I mean, it's a big decision and there's a lot of options. I like the way we did it. We basically got a list of schools from uh, the head of Sunny's preschool that she thought was right for us. And we just started with that and we went to visit them all. And we actually started applying to them all. My advice would be like, don't apply. We applied right away. We were just like trying to get ahead of everything. Go see the schools, get a sense and only apply to the ones that you like. Mm -hmm. Like don't waste your time doing an application for a school you don't like and going to visit a school you don't like. But if you're unsure, apply, go visit, do the events as many as you can handle and you know ah fuck i i like to get as much is it data or data i think it can be said either way okay good i like to get as much data data um as possible <laughs> before i make a decision so like i wanted to talk to all the parents at the school i wanted to talk to other parents applying to the school i wanted to talk to alumni i wanted to talk to my mom i wanted to talk to the gardener i wanted to talk to the ups man like anyone who had an opinion i wanted to hear and i would take their opinion and you know, take it with a grain of salt. I wanted all the info. That's interesting. I kind of do that. I did the opposite with this one. uh Like you did a lot of the talking and report back to me, but I kind of with decisions like this, like I really tune into my gut, your gut, Miss Doha's. Yeah. And then what's the best fit for Sunny? Like I, I, I just can't, I'm too, you're, I guess maybe you didn't take information better, but I'm like really impressionable and so in order for me to make decisions based on what I really feel is best for us, like I can't talk to too many people. Right. Like I know if like, you know, so-and-so says that her kid like was ostracized at the school or like whatever that like, you know, if that kid's annoying, if that kid's annoying, you know, like uh, ostracize, uh, ostracize that kid too. No, I'm just kidding. But like if that kid is annoying, like I got to take what this person is saying with a grain of salt. Yeah. Anyway, so many grains of salt. I just say keep some salt on you. Take it all with a grain of salt. Trust your gut. Talk to your partner. Confer with them. Use a trusted counselor like 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 your school administrator mm-hmm. who knows about all this shit and trust them if you trust them. But I like to get all these other opinions and let them factor in in a, in a small way. Yeah. You, you're good at compartmentalizing them. Mm. I put them in different compartments. And I'm good. like, you guys can't get out of your compartments. You're stuck in those little compartments, okay? Stay there. I'll feed you later, okay? That's your compartment. Okay. The sleeping sitch. Mm, sunny um, sleep sit. Yeah, I want to talk about it with you because we. I feel like we need a new plan. Here, here was his routine. Here's yeah. what we changed it to. Here's the plan we had, and here are our next steps. Sunny's routine was we bring him in his room for, for bedtime. This was after bath, after dinner. 
and we would read him four books. After the third book, we'd brush our teeth, come back, read the fourth, and then we would lay in bed with him. We'd put the song on, Claire de Lune, Google it, lay in bed and and lay there until he fell asleep. And often one of us, we'd like fall asleep next to him, and then the other one would have to come and be like, are you waking up? Come on. And that was weird. So we changed it. It wasn't only weird, it was just... It was whack. It you was were just whack. like falling long. asleep at seven until nine and then waking up, watching an hour of TV and then going to sleep. It just was not good. So we changed his routine. And the way we did it was like, Sonny, we're going to change your routine. It's going to be even better. We're adding five minutes of playtime. So now we're going to do five minutes of playtime and then we're going to brush our teeth and then we're going to do two books and then we're, we're going to sit next to your bed. And that's how it started. We would sit next to him and do the song and wait until he fell asleep. Then we brought the chair to the door and we sit by the door while he fell asleep. Then we put the chair right outside the door and that's where we're at now. And should Sonny wake up in the middle of the night, we do what's called silent return, which is we don't give him any attention because that's what he's looking for. We just bring him back to his bed. There's no tucking in. There's no I love you. There's no answering of questions. I mean, in theory, Whitney breaks these rules every night. And there has to be consistency throughout the parents, otherwise, the, the child is just trying to push boundaries, see what he can get away with. This is according to mm-hmm. a sleep specialist. A good um, night sleep site. Yeah, Google her. She's <laughs> great. And so if you're not giving them anything, they're not going to waste their time to get up, is, is the theory. So that's a routine now. It's been working, but Sunny still sometimes gets up. And so Whitney's asking, what's the next step? Next. Yeah, because we were doing this reward chart where if he slept through the night and didn't come into our room in the middle of the night, that he would get a sticker. And after 10 stickers, we'd go to Universal. And he got the 10 stickers and we said we're going to Universal, but he wants to wait to go to Universal until his cousin comes here. So now we're in this limbo of like, what is, we need like an ongoing so reward system. The reward system might have kind of backfired. It wasn't Alana's suggestion. I don't know about you guys, but like sticker charts sometimes work. If you want to cement a behavior, you you positively reinforce it. That theory works. Didn't really work for us in this scenario. I think because we didn't do the reward right away, which is really important in a sticker chart. And like Sunny is still pushing boundaries because we're not consistent with our responses. So what we do now is we tell Sonny, like at the beginning of the week when we're ready to be consistent, there's not going to be a bunch of like weird like sleep situations that we're moving the chair and 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 we're gonna we're just gonna put we're gonna put him down, we're gonna put the song on and we're gonna walk out. We're gonna go to the couch, we're gonna go to our room, whatever we're gonna do. Okay. Mm-hmm. You and we're gonna tell him you have you have done this. You 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 put yourself to sleep all the time. We're just out there, but you don't need us. Just go to sleep and stay in bed until the light goes on. Mm -hmm. Should he come out, we just do silent return. Silent return. Silent return. Okay. Mm. All right. We'll look at the schedule and we'll see when we should start that. Yeah. And like, you know, some people say put put a door monkey on the door, which is just a cute way of saying a lock. Mm -hmm. And like we tried that. It was traumatizing. Personally, (laughs) we're not going to do it again. No judgment to anyone who does or doesn't. It's not going to work for us. And so we have to suffer through breaking this pattern. And unfortunately, we have reinforced this pattern over the last like two years. So it's going to take a long time to break it. But it's just, it is what it is. It is what if it is. We don't, if we're not willing to do the lock, which we're not. So totally. What's, what's going to happen? It's okay. Last night he slept through, his, through all night. He woke up at seven, which is a totally normal, realistic time to wake up. I was very happy. 
If, if, so if we'll we're consistent keep... with his bedtime uh-huh. and we're consistent with our responses to him getting up in the middle of the night, I think he, he will, will learn uh-huh. and it will be fine. Mm-hmm. But if we're not consistent, we'll just be fighting this battle true. until he's 12. I was good last night. I ended up sitting on that chair for a while after he fell asleep just because I had my phone and was just like chilling. But he went to sleep pretty quickly and I felt like I did a pretty good job. I probably could have the book situation now. It's like he has some long books. He has, wants some short books. And then he wants to read like three pages of the Guinness book. It's like I need a more streamlined book situation. Then then we just have to sit down with him and be like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. We have to draw the boundaries. Yeah. He is dying for, for structure to, yeah. and for boundaries and to know that we're the ones in charge so that yeah. he can feel safe. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to set the book boundaries tonight. Boom. She's in going to her way. phone and she's writing down a reminder. Sunny planned his sixth birthday party in the car today. Oh my God, please tell me It's going to be details. at the park. Okay. Star Wars theme. Sweet. Star Wars glow-in-the-dark moon bounce. Okay. Nighttime party? Pokemon cards for party favors. Good call. Face painter. Good. Balloon guy uh-huh. or gal. Okay. Star Wars pinata. Yum. And Star Wars cake. When I said yum to the pinata, <laughs> we're not going to eat it. That's great. That's his. That's I said, we'll check in. He goes, he's like, but you're going to let me choose all the things, right? Like the moon bounce and the cake design. I was like, yeah, we can. This can be a collaboration, but we'll chat in a couple months because your opinions may change in a couple months. Yeah, He's never even seen Star Wars, but I, whatever he wants to do, I'm down. Tell everyone what he said to you today oh, when you dropped him off. Yeah, he, I, I dropped him off and he looked back at me when he got out of the car and he was like, I love you, mommy. And then he walked to his classroom and he looked back at me as he was walking into the door and he mouthed, love you. Mm. I died. The other day when his cousins were here, one of his cousins, Wolfie, is like really into me right now because he gets a lot of attention. Like everyone's like, oh, look, like he loves Timmy. So like he like he keeps doing it. And I could see Sonny get like a little bit jealous. So I looked at Sonny and you guys won't be able to see this, but I did one of those things where I you know point to my eye. Uh-huh. And then I did the heart uh-huh. with my hand by my heart. And then I pointed to him. <laughs> and then he was like, he smiled and he was like, I started walking away. And he's like, dad, wait, dad, wait, 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 wait. And like he tried to do it and he, he was like, he like pointed to his eye and then he pointed to me and then was like, oh, wait. And then like did the thing next to his heart and then pointed to me. And it was so Too sweet. cute. Those moments are the best. Yeah. I also woke up this morning and he called me a poo-poo head and shot me with the transformer gun thing. Yeah. I built him all night. That thing has to go. He literally sits on the couch and sings, Dad is a poopoo donger. <laughs> like, Dad is a poopoo dingy dongy. And we're like, we're like, Sonny, like, no, like, bathroom talk. He's like, I didn't say poop. I said poont. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you with these loopholes, you loophole meister. But now he's really into not saying bad words. He did like a thing at the dinner table the other night and like made us all put our hands in that we weren't going to say stupid or hate. Hate or shut up. Or shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Go Sunny. All right. Maybe not the most fun thing to talk about, but Oh no, let's do it. Just like a little update on on your grief, how you've been handling it, like how it's showing up in your life if uh, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was thinking about it uh, like I had I had therapy with Dr. Einbund and like hadn't had not much to talk about and then I thought to myself, yeah, like I didn't really think about my dad last week mm-hmm. and I felt a little guilty about that, but I also was like, no, like that's okay. Like I, I just had a busy week and it didn't it didn't pop up. Mm-hmm. 
I think about my dad every time I play tennis or golf because like we did that together a lot and I've been doing that regularly. So I think about him regularly and like I'll be on the course or I'll be playing tennis and there'll be some time where like no one's talking to me and just like be outside and think like, you know, hopefully his energy. Yeah, hopefully he's around yeah. watching me and yeah. like, you know, enjoying like what I'm enjoying and, and I'll be it'll make me feel good like he's around like he's there you know like good like like when you're a little kid and like your parents are around yeah. like good that way yeah and then it'll make me feel sad that he's not there and i'll be missing you know all the things he's missing but you know i tell myself that my dad had he had a pretty good life and mm-hmm. he went in a pretty good way and mm-hmm. he lived to see a lot of good stuff and was it you know, did he probably have another good 10 years in him? Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm happy for the time I got and for the effort I made to like make things right before he passed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not like beating myself up. Yeah, you're not like in a bad way about it emotionally. It's more just like sadness of missing him, yeah. or feeling his energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, it's interesting for me. Like I think about it all the time and I wonder if I'm like asking you enough, if you're okay or how I am as a partner for you in grief, just because you were such an amazing partner for me in grief. But I want you to know that even if I'm not bringing it up, I'm always thinking about it and him and you. And I'd like, if you ever wanted to talk about it or even just like say a random thing, like, you know, I, I love it. Like I don't get annoyed by that. No, I know. Yes, you've been you've been great. Um... Good. Okay, I love you. (laughs) I love you too. Okay, something a little bit lighter. Okay. (laughs) So it's about to be spring break for everyone, Uh and you're like a master packer. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be helpful if you gave everybody some helpful packing tips. Sure. Helpful packing tips. He's like, what's her name of packing? Marie Kondo. Yeah. Well, a lot of my tips are just from her. Mm-hmm. I mean, start with the number one: how you fold your clothes. I'm a I'm a roller. I roll my clothes. No matter what they are, like shirt. Okay, shirts, shorts, pants, button downs, all those things are rolled. What about a jacket? Jackets rolled. Everything can get rolled. Socks Everything are rolled, can boxes get rolled. Are rolled. Yeah, uh, boxes are the only thing I don't roll. Everything else can get rolled. Anything you can make into a rectangle, then you can roll. Okay. Um, it, it's good for space. It's good for wrinkles. Are you like a put outfits together kind of guy? I mean, I know these questions, Jeez, these answers, the by the way. The answer but, is no. Or dog. are you just like, here's five shirts, five pants. I'm going away five. for five nights. Yeah. I need six of everything. Okay. So easy to do. Yeah. Know. Five nights plus a backup, you know? Right. If I'm If I'm going on like a vacation where i know i'm gonna like work out every day then i have to have the appropriate amount of workout gear and underwear also like you can wear stuff twice okay you can wear the same pair of pants two nights on a vacation do you hate how i travel yes you hate it tell me honestly it's 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 so much more than how you travel it's just and it's not hate i i take issue with your relationship to things yeah not that you're materialistic because you're really not. I mean, you are in part and so are we all, but you're not like overly materialistic. You're just... You just have so much stuff. You just don't respect the, the, stuff I have. the ratio <laughs> of available space to stuff. Uh-huh. 
Okay. I, I don't care how much stuff you have, as long as it's 90% of your available space. Uh-huh. You're at 130% of your available space and it's encroaching on my space. Yeah. And I have extremely little space. I have one closet and three drawers. I know. Okay. And a desk. That's my space. Mine. You're right. And you encroach upon it. And I have no space. But we're getting a new office. I'm going to have lots of space. And Whitney will be far away from it. She won't be able to encroach. But the real issue is like, fill up your available space to to 90% and then stop. Okay. If it's at 100%, you're going to be stressed out. If it's at more than 100%, you're going to stress out everyone else in your life. That's true. Have as much as you want, as long as it's ninety percent of your available space. That's true. It's just storage like, space. You know what this I'm saying? House, yeah, it's true. It's it's. It, I I'm with you. I have I I have this issue. I've had this issue forever. It's not just like because no, you have I get hoarder tendencies stuff. in your shit. But there's you also the fact that I get that I do get, and that that will. It's like a business operating out of here as well as our home operating out of here. That's the issue. But it's the but that's one one part of the issue. The other issue is that I'm a hoarder and have a bad relationship with stuff. Yes. Whitney yeah. gets a lot of stuff, more stuff than the average person. Like there are two to three boxes a day of stuff that show up that people are just sending to her. And it's great. And it's like a, you know, uptown problem, as my dad would say. But that stuff needs to go somewhere and someone needs to do something with it. And it is a big part of our lives and it's hard, hard to, to get rid of it. It's not going to, the office is going to change everything. Everything's going to be shipped there and open there and I'm going to have a huge closet and it's going to be fine. It's great. It's great. We totally look forward to it. I'm so excited. It's going to be done so soon. I mean, the, you guys, uh, renovation station. Check, check it, it out. out. I mean, the laundry is a situation. Like, You want to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. We just shouldn't have so much laundry. Like, You don't have to wear a new sweatshirt every day. I the problem is is that I wear sweats and sweatshirt I wear sweatpants and sweatshirts to bed every night and I wake up every morning and I'm soaked so I but have to maybe that's wear why you're sweating because you're wearing a sweatsuit to bed with your tongue okay into I'll your try socks. tonight not I'll try tonight not and we'll see how it goes because okay. I it would if I didn't wear the sweatshirt and sweatpants to bed it would help a lot with the laundry yes because like, I'm when you soaked take I'm wearing seven pairs off, of sweatshirts and they don't go on the bathroom. Or I know I'm working on that. I picked them up this morning. I saw they that. go in the hamper. I know. I know. This is simple shit. It's so simple. This is, this is... It's like if that's the stuff I'm bad at, then like who cares? But I need to get better at it because it's so easy. Oh yeah, to fix. can this not be like a whole like attack on your? No, no, no. Yourself. But this stuff's so easy to fix, and I want to be better at it. All right, I gotta go, you guys. All I right, gotta I do a you. premiere of. Previously on the Screeviously. Yeah, everybody check out. For for anybody that doesn't know where to find Tim, you can check him out on Previously on the Screeviously on YouTube as well as Renovation Station on YouTube. Maybe coming to Roku soon. Just kidding. No, yeah, use it is. And it's on Facebook. All right. Love you guys. Peace in the streets. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.
note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.